Welcome to the Reluctant Messenger podcast, where we discuss spiritually transformative events, encounters with angels and guides, out-of-body explorations, and much more. This episode originally aired as a video on my YouTube channel. You can find links on my website at candacesanderson.com. Welcome back. My name is Candace Sanderson. And if you're expecting to hear the typical post from me, you won't. Not today. But this is something that I feel I must post. It's a lesson in learning to find truth, to search for the life lesson in those not so pleasant things that sometimes invade our lives. I already know this will take a lot of after-recording editing from me as my emotions spill into these spaces, so apologizing ahead of time for the choppy transitions as I delete those segments with my tears and my drippy nose. I live in a beautiful city, Naples, Florida. Tourism supports this once sleepy town by the sea. We have snowbirds who live up north, and when the temperatures plunge in the winter, they fly down to southwest Florida to bask in the sun and dip in the beautiful waters of the Gulf of Mexico. Hardly anything goes wrong here. Come to our sandy shores. Enjoy a peaceful life. Earlier this week, I was on babysitting duty. I dropped off the seven-year-old granddaughter for her Irish dance class, and that left an hour for her 11-year-old sister and me to entertain ourselves. We decided to go window shopping at an upscale outdoor shopping area. After going to an athletic clothing store for my granddaughter, she suggested we go to Chico's. She knew I was looking for a very comfortable cotton shirt for everyday wear, and That was where we would find it. We walked around the outdoor mall and entered Chico's. I made a few selections, tried them on, and after getting the thumbs up from my granddaughter on two of the three items, I glanced at my watch. We had just enough time to check out and drive to pick up the little one at Irish Dance. We stepped in front of the register and I was digging in my purse for my credit card when a store employee made an announcement. An announcement no one can ever be fully prepared for. An announcement that will forever be etched in your memory. There was a man in the parking lot, turns out to be right behind Chico's, who had exited his vehicle carrying a rifle. Chico's went into lockdown. The staff very efficiently and effectively ushered everyone in the store to their back room. They locked the front doors, shut off all the lights. Everyone was asked to silence their phones. Hopefully this was nothing, but we didn't know. I needed to get in touch with my daughter so the little one wouldn't be stranded at her Irish dance class. 
even if we were released within 10 minutes, I still could not have made it to her place on time. Turns out the store was in a cell phone dead zone. I could not text. I could not call. I certainly could not leave to find reception. One of the Chico's employees led me to their landline. My daughter was at work and not recognizing the incoming number on her personal phone, she let it go to voicemail. That's when I started to lose it. In a second's time, the scenario flashed in my mind. The panic as my daughter listened to a voicemail from an unknown number. And as she heard her mother's voice breaking and knowing she's with your children. As I reached her voicemail, I said someone needed to pick the little one up at Irish dance. Then the tears began to flow, something I did not want my granddaughter, who was within earshot, to witness, nor my daughter to hear. But the raw emotions were there, and I could not contain my tears. Between gulps for air, and swallows for those lumps in my throat. All I could string together were two or three words at a time. We are in lockdown at Chico's. There's a man with a rifle. Thank goodness my daughter immediately listened to my message. In her job, she is in close contact with someone at the police department. She called that person and got the scoop. A security guard at the shopping center saw a man get out of a black SUV in the covered parking lot right behind Chico's, and he was carrying a rifle. Yes, that part was true. But when we went into lockdown, and by the time I left my voicemail, And the time it took for my daughter to reach her contact at the police department, she learned that the man got back in his SUV and drove away. Where? It could have been to the other side of the shopping center where there are several dining areas with ample outside eating. Or had he simply driven away? To complicate matters, One of the police cars rushing to the 911 call had an accident involving three or four vehicles as he reached the shopping center. Ambulances were called and at least three people were transported to the hospital, including the deputy. So while my daughter knew the armed man was no longer considered a risk, we did not know that. We were in lockdown for almost 30 minutes, thinking the man with the rifle might be right outside the door. Now, if it had been just me, well, naturally, I would have been concerned. But everything changes when your loved ones are with you, especially your grandchild, your loved ones, the people you would give your life for without hesitation. I had already determined a course of action. Of course, I'm doing this in my mind while I try to carry on natural conversations with my granddaughter and one of the lovely Chico's employees. Here was my plan. 
You see, there was a bar built against the wall. It's a place for employees to rest, perhaps enjoy their lunch. But under the bar and right up against the wall in that corner was a small college dorm-sized refrigerator. I was going to pull that out, stuff my granddaughter behind it, then I would lay on top of her. Think of that, though. Think of how frightening that would be for her. Just before the 30-minute mark, a policeman came in announcing who he was as he entered. Before we even saw him, we heard him. He announced he had a worried mother with him who was looking for her daughter. When the policeman called my granddaughter's name, tears started to flow. My daughter entered, tears in her eyes, and she rushed to hug her daughter. As they embraced, my granddaughter started crying. And I saw tears in the eyes of the employee who was so attentive to us during the lockdown. Of course, I had started crying before anyone. You see, only when the policeman came in did we truly understand that it was over. And knowing everyone was safe added to the release of these anxieties and fears that had been building with each second of lockdown. The police escorted us out the back door of Chico's, and my daughter and her husband drove me to the other side of the shopping center where my car was parked. As we looked around, everything was business as usual. Several of the popular restaurants were in the middle of happy hour, and more people than I could count were enjoying themselves in the covered outdoor areas. I didn't see any tears or anxiety in their faces, only laughter and lively conversations. And I thought, what? My daughter then told me that it looked like very few stores had locked down. I let that sink in. Had some come off lockdown earlier than we had? Did some of these stores not have a plan? Was there a disconnect in communication where some stores knew about the incident and others did not? I did not want to consider any other alternatives. These were just some of the questions that I had, and I knew I would never know the answers. I drove home alone, tears of gratitude streaming down my face. I was and continue to be so thankful for Chico's and how they followed protocol to keep their customers safe. Although it was a scary ordeal, I'd rather be safe than sorry. Sticking your head in the sand may be less anxiety-provoking, but at what expense? Whose expense? As a retired psychologist, I understand the importance of debriefing after an anxiety-provoking experience. So, once home, I called a friend who is also a psychologist to debrief. While on the phone with her, my friend had her television running in the background, when the story broke, 
the TV reporter said there was no reason given why there was such a large police presence in the shopping area, but that there had been a multi-car accident as one of the many deputies responded to the call. I felt better after speaking to my friend, but my heart continued to pound in my chest for hours. I had significant difficulty falling asleep. I woke during the middle of the night, and in that state between sleeping and being awake, I saw two huge bubbles, two huge orbs of light. They weren't uniform, but they continued to expand and contract. As they covered me, they looked like blobs, although that name certainly takes away from their divine nature. One was a stunning aquamarine color, and the other was a beautiful, vibrant pink. They were one of the most vivid things I had ever seen in the dream state. In fact, they were more vivid than anything I've seen in 3D reality. Years ago, when I began communicating with angels and guides, the angels would come to me as ribbons of light that danced and floated in slow motion. One was pastel pink, and the other was pastel green, and their texture was like a mist as they floated and intertwined in front of me. When I began communicating with seraphim angels, I would recognize them when a purple mist would arrive. Although these misty colors of light cued me that angels were present, these things occurred during a meditative state when I was awake. But this night, it was different. I was sound asleep. Being asleep is ideal for connecting with divine energies because our egos and our judgmental minds are no longer the gatekeepers telling us that this is not possible. These divine energies work their magic with us out of the way. So as I woke, and while I'm in those milliseconds between sleep and wakefulness, I immediately identified these beautiful colored orbs as angelic energy, as an angelic presence, only more intense and powerful while I, my spirit, my essence, was in that beautiful non-physical realm where we go during sleep. These energies were better defined, more solid than the typical mist or ribbons of light that I see when I'm awake. These bubbles were covering me, protecting me, infusing me with a peaceful, loving energy. I immediately drifted back to sleep. My Apple Watch startled me awake the next morning, and when my eyes flew open, these beautiful energy bubbles were still there working on me. I got up and my heart was lighter. It was no longer pounding in my chest. I felt so much better. And although like today, I'm still teary-eyed when I think of this. But questions came to mind. Why did this happen? A friend of mine always asks a question, 
when you're in a situation that's out of the ordinary, perhaps a situation that causes pain, anxiety, fear, whether it's you or whether it's these emotions for the other people. Her question is, what is the life lesson here? What is the purpose of this scenario that you're going through or that you're witnessing? As I process the event, first and foremost, I am eternally grateful to Chico's and their staff for having a plan and following that protocol. Thank you. There are lessons available for the stores that did not go into lockdown, but I won't go into that. That's for them to determine. No one was hurt physically, but anxiety-producing situations like this, after the fact, can change your perspective. Life is short, and we never know what obstacles might confront us, nor do we usually know when they might occur. When we rise above the 3D and look beyond the physical world, we begin to see life differently. The larger perspective shines a light on what is important, what is truly important in life. What we may have thought of as significant or bothersome, a quarrel with a friend, um, boss who is not understanding, an unkind word thrown in your direction, someone cuts you off in traffic. We realize those things are no longer important. Who cares? Those are simply bumps, tiny bumps in the road, unless we choose to make them roadblocks or detours. Our fresh perspective gives us a chance to reset life and life's parameters. We redefine what is important. We let the petty stuff slide away. You see, we've lost our attachment to them because now we are seeing life through a different set of lenses. So I ask, how do you perceive life? If you find yourself being sucked into a world of anxiety, jealousy, discord, despair, can you just take a deep breath? Allow yourself to rise above. You can call in your greater angels, your guides, to help you gain that larger perspective. Choose to walk through life with gratitude and grace. I, for one, am so very grateful for all those employees at Chico's who took care of us in a time of high anxiety, a time of need. I am thankful that they had a plan in place and they followed protocol without hesitation to keep us all safe. I am so thankful for the life lesson that Chico's gave me. Until next time, remember to always be kind. Goodbye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Reluctant Messenger. I hope you enjoyed it. Until next time, remember, how we use our personal energy is what defines us. 
Bring in those vibrations of love and gratitude and see how your life will change.